Right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Not Pew Pod. And relax, for I have returned. Uh, I'm Josh, with me as always is my co-host Jack Phillips. Hello there, and I can't believe, I don't know who this guy is. Who, who is he? And I suppose he's probably been promoted to co-host in my absence. Bradley Fuller? Yep. Yeah, thank you. It's about time. You've not turned up for two weeks. Too right, I'm a co-host. <laughs> we, 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 honestly, we, we were gonna, we, Brad and I were talking last week. We were going to downgrade you to a cameo or something like that. You know, we were yeah, like, if he missed us the third week, he's, a, he's going to be a cameo. He's not even going to be a host. <laughs> Guest star, Joshua Butt. Um, anyway, I am back, so you can all relax. <laughs> Um, fuck off, you prick. Um, and this week we are looking at what is highly regarded as the best episode of New Who, uh, Blink. Before we jump in, however, I would like to do some housekeeping. Firstly, 42, Ooh. considerably better than the two of you gave it credit for. Considerably. No, dead episode. Dead episode. Don't get me wrong, it's not great by any means, and it's a boring filler episode. But it's all right. It's got, I would much rather watch 42 than anything in the Chibnall era. I'd much rather watch it than uh, the Magpie one in season two and uh, Fear Her in magpie season one. two as well. What's the Magpie one? You know, where they, with the, with the wire, the telly. I can't remember what it's called. The, oh, um, Idiot's Lantern. No, I Idiot's Lantern. No, I think 42, it's all right. It's all right. I just want to point out the fact that it took you to most of the episode to get to or well, to remember why it's called 42 i was literally shouting That's how boring it was what's the significance before, between it being 42 like, <laughs> that's the time like come on boys <laughs> that's how boring it was nobody cares yeah. i was the same Probably my will was zapped yeah, no, the will, the will was zapped and just, <laughs> you know, the lights were on, but nobody was home because it, it, it left. So anyway, so yeah, I would yeah. give 42 a love it. Um, human Nature and Family of Blood. I'm human you did those episodes without me. What quality fucking episode. Amazing, spectacular. Well, you should have turned up then, shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have it like it a you, that sounds like a you problem, not an us problem. The yeah. only thing I dislike about that episode is the whole bit with the kid from Love, actually. All of his bits could probably be removed. Other than that, I think that is probably as good as Doctor Who gets, to be fair. But I do like yeah. his whole storyline, though, seeing him at the end as the old guy. That's good. It's a good wrap-up. Yeah, it's just a bit unnecessary, isn't it? I wonder, it must have come out, like, the weekend of Remembrance Sunday, right? That, that's the only thing I can think. It must have come out that weekend, so they included it. Yeah. I don't know, to be fair. Right. Oh, I mean, I've got no idea. I mean, it was it was kind of one of those subplots, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it just felt a bit unnecessary. But anyway, that was then. Oh, I would give that a love it as well. But um, mm-hmm. good. we're back on to Blink. So, JP, in a word, Blink. Awesome. Awesome. Bold. Straight up. Straight off with awesome. Nice. No procrastination there at all. Bradley? Perfection. Ooh. Whoa. Bold. Bold. So, yeah. just before we yeah. jump into Who News, then, JP, okay. quick question for you. Whenever there's... Mm. Uh, a question on one of the Doctor Who groups or something that is, mm-hmm. where is the best starting point? Where's the best jumping on point if you're trying to introduce someone to Doctor Who? Blink always mm-hmm. crops up as one of the answers. Um, do you think that's true? Do you think this is a good starting point for Doctor Who if you're trying to get someone hurt? No. I completely because... agree. Go on. Because I feel like you need to see the Doctor and Rose. Because yeah. let, let's Marvel. be real, right? Blink <laughs> is not a doctor-oriented episode. It's all about Sally. Yeah, I would argue it's barely a Doctor Who episode. To be yeah, fair, it's it's, like, it's it's not a Doctor Who episode. Like it is Doctor, of course, Doctor Who, but it, it is the the main character of this one is Sally. It's not the Doctor and Martha. And yeah. I think that I, I think that you need to experience the Doctor and Rose to then work out about the Doctor and Martha to then, you know, I, I just feel like it would be, you'd almost be confused and you'd be like, well, hold on, where, where's Sally going? Like, what's happening with Sally? You know, it's, it's, yeah, no, I I mean, it's a great, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's not a good episode, but it, it wouldn't be a good starting point. I, I think you need to watch it from, I mean, look, you could probably... You could probably start from season two, I reckon. I, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you need to. For, for me personally, if I was going to do it again, if I was going to watch it completely again, 
I'd start from season one, episode one, with um, Christopher Eccleston. Exactly. Just because you experience everything going through, you know what I mean? Like, that, I completely, completely agree with you. Uh, I also agree that this is a great episode, but before we get into the reasons why it's a great episode, shall we jump over to Who News? Oh, you need to give me more warning when we do this, because we literally recorded like two days. Yeah, but we recorded two days ago and gave the most recent news, and there's literally nothing else that's come out, to be honest. Right, let's talk um, about that, then. Away so... with the... Let's talk we about. We discussed it. We discussed well, it when you didn't turn up. <laughs> no, because I listened, and I just again, I'm doing some housekeeping. It has not been confirmed. Firstly, this has been reported well, it by has, the mirror. Been seen filming with Shooty Gatwa, so the, yeah, there's a new person seen filming with Shooty Gatwa, but it has not been confirmed that um, Millie Gibson has been dropped. Also, she hasn't. I'm pretty been... sure RTD's come out and said something about it. No, there's been no official confirmation so far um there is also uh like she hasn't been dropped she's still in series two she's just being that's what i don't get apparently she's in a couple of episodes to wrap up her story it's very it is very out of the blue i've got to admit so i, I mean, let's don't just get it let, we can't we can literally we can only speculate but i wanted to use this as an opportunity to speak about spoilers it's like a wider thing because we're obviously now adults, we're on social media. Social media has a larger presence than it did back in the day when we were watching it. Um, mm. uh, do you think it creates hype or do you think it damages the show? What, Both. not knowing? What no, the mean? fact that, you know, yeah. that we're always seeing in the news, like, you know, some, uh, you know, behind the scenes or some leaked set photos and stuff like that. Do you think seeing that is getting us more hype or do you think it's, it's, it's ruining what's to come. Would you rather have it so you didn't know? Like, let's look at, you know. Yeah, I'd rather know nothing. Yeah, we mentioned it for um, the first of the David Tennant specials. Is that we'd basically seen that full episode from what we'd seen yeah. and trailers and all that sort of stuff. The mm. thing that, so this whole thing about Millie Gibson, right? You know, obviously companions vary in their lengths of seasons, but I would have been shocked if at the end of her first series, she just stopped being the companion and it was out of the blue. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now right. I know, and I'm expecting it. I don't know if that's <clears throat> taken away some of my viewing pleasure from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But doesn't, isn't that always what happens? I'm pretty sure you always find out that they're leaving before the actual episode is. I don't, right. The thing my mind keeps going back to is David Tennant in uh, the one where he regenerates and into the hand, right? I'm trying to keep it as vague as possible oh, so as not to spoil anything. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about that. No, no, but there's the bit where he's running down the street, right? Yeah. And then shit happens. Oh, I remember... I look, that. No, I haven't mentioned anything. But I remember looking at the screen, trying to work out the face of who he's regenerating into. And I was shocked yeah. when it happened the way it happened. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't know yeah, anything. Everyone was. Yeah, everyone was. But that wouldn't but happen nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you'll know now, because you know that there's a new doctor because of social media, like you say. So that's why it was better back in the day, because you just, maybe it's just because we were kids as well and we didn't see anything. But, you know, it could have been in the news, maybe, that they had left. But. I don't know. Yeah, because there's I, that. Um, there's the clip, isn't there, of, of David Tennant, the award ceremony, saying, um, "Like this is it. This is my last." Uh, the one he does the specials. But then I'm I'm sure this was before the specials. I really yeah, can't remember. I can't remember what I knew. No, exactly. But at the same time, it's also free marketing for BBC. Do you know? Because I think certainly leading up to the specials, I was getting hyped. The more leaked photos and stuff I was seeing, do you know? So it, it sort of counterbalances itself, right? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. you, you, you kind of, you got that spot on there. The the best people to look at are Marvel. Yeah. Because yeah. Marvel do this brilliant thing where stuff is accidentally leaked, right? So yeah. someone's got on their server and something, you know, like that, right? Now, let's be real. There's always been a question. Do you remember when the uh, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, is it No Way Home? The one with the with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Now I I am convinced because there was that thing where they they edited the scene. Oh yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the it, trailer. Like, in oh, yeah. Tone, just had, they didn't you, edit it out properly. Yeah, you, or something. You, you just you just had Tom Holland swinging in, and actually in the scene it was all three of the Spider Men. 
But on a yeah, you saw the lizard get punched. Yes, exactly. by a ghost. Brazilian yeah, version yeah. or the Portuguese version or something <laughs> like something obscure, which then it give it mate, the more people are talking about it, you know, you've got YouTubers talking about it, you've got reviewers yeah, exactly, yeah. talking about it. It's on Facebook, it's on Nine Gag, Reddit, you know, Instagram, the whole lot, right? Because they suddenly the the, the public then think they're like, yo, we got one up on Marvel. This is it, like yeah. this is it. And you just get that kind of speculation. Now I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that Marvel did that on purpose. To leave that mm. in, and they went right. Let's go for something obscure, like the Brazilian. I think it was the Brazilian or Portuguese, something, or something like, that, like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that that makes it look like an accident, but really we do that because it just generates hype. You know, and then of course everyone, everyone wants to be there on day one to see if it was true or not as exactly. well. And then you get the huge and that's box. that's the mm. thing. I I know that I, I mean I can't really you know I I, I mean like, I'm watching you know kind of these episodes like fucking years in advance. But the thing with the Doctor Who stuff is. Let's be real, right? If you know there's going to be a regeneration coming, and you may have watched Doctor Who when you was kind of a teenager or something like that, you've fallen out of love with it. You know, you're not not interested, and then suddenly you see on Twitter that um, there's going to be a new Doctor, and you see like kind of things about like like for example the um, the companion that's now changed, right? I guarantee her last episode will probably be the most viewed episode of that thing yeah, because everyone sure, goes. For sure. I want to see what happens there. So, it, all right, it sucks because you know that something is going to happen to, yeah, for her to then stop being the companion, whether she dies or she does what what happened to Rose or something like that. But you, people will, will tune in and they will watch that because they want to know what happens. So it sucks that you lose the surprise, but what you lose in surprise, you gain in more viewers. But it would be interesting to see what that is offset against how many people will then not watch the series because they know the ending and they'll just tune in for the last episode. I bet it's quite a oh, fine yeah. line to tread, you know? True. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, there, there was, there was, um, it, it's, it's the same with YouTube as well. Um, you know, I mean, kind of growing up, I watched a lot of YouTubes and everything. And there was a, um, uh, there was a couple on YouTube that lived in America. They were called PVP. It was prank versus prank. And um, they just used to like play pranks on each other and they were together. And then they broke up. Like they were together for like fucking like 10, 15 years or something like that. And they broke up. And I think to this day, it's still their most watched video of them breaking up because people <laughs> that like hadn't watched them for like five, six years, they're going through YouTube and then suddenly they see we're breaking up and they're like, shit, I want to know what happened. <laughs> so, you know, I you know, fucking I, I hate those sort of YouTube videos. Like, we're breaking yeah, up, or but I'm this, never returning to YouTube, or shit like that. Yeah, but, it, but this is the thing because now people do like, uh, I can't remember what it's called, clickbait. That's it. They, they yeah, do clickbait. Yeah, yeah. But what happens next will shock you, that kind of thing. That's scammers get the elderly because you go through and you see these adverts like, on the side, like when you uh, Microsoft Edge is the worst for it because I, um, I use it for work. And um, you'll see these adverts and it's like, um, it'll be something like 10 most embarrassing photos or what happens next will shock you. And, and you just like, yeah. you, you know, the elderly is like, oh, I want to know that. Like, you know, and then <laughs> they lose all their money. But um, yeah, no, it's just, it, it, unfortunately, that is how we are wired as humans now. We, you know, it's a curiosity. We're, we're sick in that thing that you want to know what, you, you want to know the drama. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah, no, I just thought that would be just interesting to touch upon, but nothing confirmed. The only other bit of who news I have his old uh, Peter Capaldi is releasing his second album. He's just in the mixing stages at the minute. Oh, yeah, that guy said to me, worst doctor ever. Don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite here, actually. That is a bit of Who news. Did you hear what he said about Doctor Who? He's turned around and said that he'll never return to Doctor Who because he likes the idea of... Uh, he's the still out there. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. still out there just doing stuff. He'll um, come he back eventually, for sure. He will 100% come for back that. eventually. Fuck Capaldi ever again. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> Until we do He's... the whole watch through of his series. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm quite... I'm, I mean, this has always been a debate for ever since I've known you, Steve, really, that I always know that Josh prefers Peter Capaldi and I know that you prefer David Tennant and there's always yeah. been an argument. So I'm really keen to be the, the kind of the, the adjudicator and see which one I prefer. I have been Matt Smith. Well done. I... <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I think I think Jack is going to lean towards Matt Smith. I think that's going to be your favourite Doctor Jack. I, I was thinking about this the other uh, day. It'll be Tennant. It'll be Tennant. No, I really think it's going to be Matt Smith. It's going to be interesting. I mean, yeah. at the moment, it's got to be David Tennant. I do like David Tennant. And I was watching. I was sending you boys on on the uh, on the chat earlier this week. I've been watching uh, Good Omens. Oh uh, yeah, I'm yeah, a couple yeah. of years behind that. 
But again, he's just such a class actor, isn't he? He really like, is. Everything he's in is brilliant. There's not a single bad thing he's been in. Nope. In Trinians 2, you know, that was <laughs> We're not talking about BBC this dramas again. where he's the, he's the weird guy that he's classed. That Netflix show. Unreal. Netflix show was good, to be fair. But um, actually, yeah. that's a very, that, there's our leeway there, Bradley Fuller. The Netflix show, he was very good in it, written by Stephen Moffat. Let's talk about another David Tennant, Stephen Moffat collaboration. Blink. Here we are, guys, at last. Hey. Probably the most anticipated episode of Doctor Who in this podcast. Um, Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, finally gets confirmed. Let's run through this beat by beat very quickly. Cold open. She's peeling back the wallpaper. Sally Sparrow, blah, blah, blah. Look behind you, blah, blah, blah. Duck, blah, blah, blah. Pretty fucking solid huh? setting up um, the episode, right? Yeah, hundred yeah, oh, yeah. percent. I, I mean, straight away. Like, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I can't believe I watched this for the first time. You know, what I mean, it was just like all throughout the episode. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I'm guessing. At no point until the end did I work out what, like, everything went into place at the end. Yeah, and it just did the opening. You know, it's her name on the wall, and then duck. Why is it saying duck? And why is it saying no, really duck? You know, it's just so weird. And then the doctor 1969 you know you're like how does he know that why is he why was he there in 1969 it's just it's so the only question that i don't think was answered through the episode well, was who threw the thing to make a duck well presumably it must have angel. been an angel yeah but you know why. this is this is brilliant moffatty nonsense the whole cold open doesn't make sense like the doctor is never explained at any point that she's there at that time it's not in the transcript it's not on anything how does he know she's going to peel back the wallpaper at that exact time, at that exact second? Like, none of that cold open. It's brilliant, moffat-y, timey-wimey. It sets the mood perfectly. But as soon as you start to think about it, that cold open does not work. Yeah, because, the, I mean, you, you say it was the angels, but the angels don't actually have a reason to throw something at her because, let's be real, she wasn't looking at any of the angels, so they could have just gone behind her and just tapped her and sent her back into the past. I think... Yeah, they also can't throw stuff. It can't... It, I don't know who it is. Maybe There's it's a doctor. Probably an argument to be made that it's an angel because they're not trying to send Sally back in time. They're trying to get Sally to take the key to open the TARDIS, right? So maybe they're just trying to get her attention. Maybe potentially they yeah. even threw the key. We don't actually know really what it is that they threw. So I think there's probably an argument there. But yeah, it doesn't, I think it sort of falls apart there. But um, mm. it is brilliantly creepy. And then we cut to her bringing her friend, whose name I've forgotten, Nightingale, Amy Nightingale, is it? Anyway. Kathy yeah, Nightingale. Kathy, yeah. Kathy, that's it. So Kathy yeah. and Kathy uh, and uh, Sally break back in to Wester Drumlands and uh, discount Daniel Craig shows up. Yeah, what? I mean, that's... I kind of did look like a bit like Daniel Craig. Yeah. He looks exactly like, what, like Daniel Craig. So, no, like 30 years ago. Slenderman Daniel Craig, maybe. If you watch Layer Cake, <laughs> he looks exactly like Daniel yeah. Craig in Layer Cake. Yeah, no, I'll give you really? that. It was like someone drew Daniel Craig from memory from Layer Cake. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, really, right, really Daniel is. Craig in Layer Cake, just draw him for us. It's just, it's just what you remember. And they just that that was it. And it's so bizarre. I love it. Again, it's I I mean, I I, I love Back to the Future. The Back to the Future trilogy is is my, you know, kind of probably one of my favorite trilogies out there. Third and of course, shit. at the end of the second one, the doctor's alive. He's he's back in the past, and then suddenly this guy turns up, and he's like, "I've been asked to deliver this letter exactly at this time and this place and everything like that." And I'm like, "Hold on a minute, like, it's, oh, it's just awesome. It is just. Awesome. I've never even seen Back to the Future. Well, you're in luck because this is apparently our Back to the Future episode. So <laughs> it is pretty much yeah. It's you know, but it's just I just straight away you're just like, oh, that's gonna. I, I to be honest, I thought it was the doc. Well. I thought it was the doctor sending instructions to Sally. Mm, well, yeah, because Kathy is upstairs at the time. And then obviously this man yeah. has arrived with a letter from Kathy. Trippy as fuck. And again, it just yeah. sets, sets it perfectly. Like I love the fact that she lied and pretended she was 18 when she went back. And she's woken up in a field in Hull. Like, what do you think about the, the, the angels, you know, sort of motivation, their sort of power, their sort of thing in general. The whole, they touch you, they send you back in time and then they feed off the energy. They feed off the energy that you didn't expend in the 
in, in you know the present day. It, it's an interesting thing, really, um, because I mean, <laughs> we we always assume that we you know kind of us as humans we consume energy by eating, you know eating drinking you know whatever really that's how we get energy. But you know there could be life out there in in the stars that actually consumes energy from you know from time or something like that. You know, so it's it's pushing the boundaries of what we actually know as humans, what we consider to be normal. Oh, that's deep, that is. No, <laughs> you know, like, you know, because we're, 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 we're carbon-based life forms. That's that's it. That's, you know, we, we, we always know that we're carbon-based life forms. Any animal is carbon-based, you know, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, there could be an alien species out there that's hydrogen-based or some shit like that. I was so... more going on the vibe of, do you think it's a creepy concept? Yeah. <laughs> uh... I guess maybe just like the idea, like they're not there. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to eat you. They're not going to shoot you. They're going to send you back in time and then feed off the energy. I also, I think they're feeding off the time travel energy rather than the energy that we produce from our life, because that's why they want the TARDIS. Cause I think in future episodes, it gets called like Artron energy or something like that, that is produced when you travel in time. So, um, Mm. Oh, maybe, maybe. What would you I, do I, though if that happened to you? Like, if you got sent back in time with nothing, like you, anything, what do you do? Well, this was going to be my question about Billy, because okay, fair enough. The woman gets sent back in time. She immediately meets this man and she marries that man. That sort of kind of explains it a little bit. Fine, but Billy is just one. He's a black man now that's been sent back to the sixties. That's going to cause issues on his own. No idea. Yeah. No money, no house, no qualifications. Exactly. Like, what do you do? Yeah. But do you go and I see mean, your family? Do you go to family? There's got to be something paradoxical about that, surely. Yeah, I mean, no. I wouldn't know where my family lived or anything like that back in, you know, wherever. You, you know, you have family, but you wouldn't. I mean, you can't. You, you know, you can't use the internet or anything like that. I don't know. I think the only the only positive thing is like you know you you look at. We were speaking, I can't really go into too much there, but we were speaking to someone the other day and they were saying that they were struggling to get a job because they didn't have a current passport. And <laughs> the problem is, is they needed to get, they, need, oh, they needed, oh, yeah, I, no. I wondered where that was going when you were like, I can't say too much. I was like, what? Well, you can't spoil it really for us. But no, you're talking <laughs> yeah. about an unemployed friend. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is they, they couldn't get, uh, they couldn't get a job because they didn't have a valid passport and they couldn't get a valid passport because they needed money to buy the valid pass. But I'm assuming back in the past, you didn't need that. You could have just walked in. I mean, you look at, you know, kind of, I mean, I know that the issue is he is a black man in the sixties, but you know, he still probably could have picked up work at, you know, a factory or, or so, you know, something like that. Pretty not easy. without you some know, form he... of papers. We're only in 1969. Do you know what I mean? It's not 1869. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I still feel that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of my granddad. I mean, my granddad was, would have been what, 20 something, you know, you, you kind of, things were, things were a bit different, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think if you'd have, if you'd have been like, say if he was in like, you know, to, you know, uh, kind of the 2100s or something like that. And you've been sent back to this, like here, in, in theory, this was your past. You'd be, you'd be screwed. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It's classic Moffati in the sense that when you think about it, it sort of breaks down a little bit, right? Like how would Billy have started a life for himself? Have you boys ever watched, like it was like a red nose day. It's on YouTube. It's like a red nose day special mm. from the nineties of Dr. Who. Have either of you seen this? No, no. no I so as Mr. Bean, Hugh Grant, Joanna Lumley, all as the doctor, it's like a funny little red nose day skin. It's fucking hilarious. But one of the jokes in it is the companion turns to the doctor, whether it's Mr. Bean or Hugh Grant. He goes, how did you do that? And the doctor just looks back and goes, I'll explain later. And it's sort of like a, supposed to be like a commentary on how the doctor never really explains his plan away. And it, like I said, it was released in the 90s, but it was written by Stephen Moffat. And it's like he's fallen into his own traps of actually don't think too hard about it because then it all sort of starts to fall apart. But... Um, I mean, we we jumped ahead with the Billy thing there. Um, what do we think of the Easter egg plot to this? Right? Oh, I love that. Love I it. love that. That is just again, you, you you're trying to work out because with the idiot's lantern, that was the thing that took me back straight away. I was like, oh, I wonder if it's like the idiot's lantern where they're like tra- in theory trapped inside the TV, and you, you that that's never really clarified up until the end where they're they're in the house and they're 
you know, he's writing down what, what um, Sally says and everything. And then it yeah. just clicks that the Doctor isn't live. It's a recording. Yeah, because there's a couple of times throughout where he seems to be reacting to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is never explained. But he's also fine. Um, well, no, my question... It's the same recording, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. My question then for you, Brad, what would the modern day equivalent be? What do you mean? Like if it happened now, there's no blockbusters, no one uses DVDs anymore. Would the no, doctor like be Netflix, wouldn't it? But but there's no like bonus features on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Would we be relying on like a new rock stars or a what culture or something to break it down? Break down the doctor appears in the MCU, stuff like that. Do you know like it, he'd have to, like what would mm. today's equivalent be? Oh, imagine that was it. Like, they've done it in like post credit scenes of Marvel films. <laughs> but that it probably would be something like that. It would have to be. It would be post credit scenes of just normal films, like the list of films that Sally Sparrow has, like it is. That's what it would be. It would be a post credit scene in those. <laughs> that would <laughs> be brave. That to be bad. on Netflix. <laughs> I know, but I love it because this was obviously not that popular at the time. But JP, you mentioned YouTube earlier. Now you do have the new rock stars. You do have the heavy spoilers. All of these channels that are like the most popular channels on YouTube, breaking down and doing Easter egg videos for all the mainstream films, like it's just another way in which because this is this is before this is two thousand and seven, right? So this is before Iron Man. These things mm-hmm. didn't exist back then, really. Like this, well, they existed obviously, but this really set the trajectory for where it's going to go. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's look, I I don't remember. The only thing I can think about Easter eggs for like kind of something that was in the noughties or like the nineties or something like that was I Am Legend, which I think came out in two thousand and nine, maybe eight. Could have even been earlier. And there was two things. One, there was a Batman versus Superman trailer thing in Times Square. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And two, there was actually two endings for I Am Legend. Yeah. And I only found that out last year, which was really, really fucking weird for me, right? Because I always remember that because I had, I had I'm Legend on DVD, right? And I always remember that the ending was that he blows himself up. Yeah, spoiler, yeah that was I've the theatrical one. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for I Am Legend, that film that came yeah. out 20 years ago. 20 years ago, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the ending I always remember, right? He blows himself up and then the mum and the son, they travel and they find the safe space and that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there last year and I'm flicking through Sky and I'm like, oh, what do I want to watch? Oh, I am legend. I'll watch that. Right. Got to the end and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a bit where he blows himself up. He doesn't. He cures the zombie, gives the zombie back to the other zombies, and that's it. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm tripping here. Like, yeah, I, I, this yeah. is not how I remember it. So <laughs> I, I stopped it, Googled it, and what it is, they, they actually filmed two endings, and it was almost like a bit of an Easter egg. So they had another ending as an Easter egg. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I, I felt like I've watched an entire, entirely different movie. Like, you know, yeah. and it's I was like, which one are you going to get then? How's it work? Well, no. So it, what it was is the, the theatrical one is him blowing up. But then they filmed one that's the same as the book, which I have actually read. It is very good, which is where he cures them and then he lets them go. But they've recently, they've just signed on to do I Am Legend 2. And Will Smith's coming back. And really? I think he's got Michael B. Jordan in it. So they're now gone back and said the canon ending is the one that wasn't the official ending before. The canon ending is now the one of him surviving so that he's going to be in the second one, which is mad to be fair, which is totally, yeah, totally that is tapped, mad. But, but, um, what was yeah. that well, this is our I Am Legend episode of the podcast. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I can't really about think of anything. so much and not blink. <laughs> yeah, no, but I can't really think of anything else like Easter egg wise that you know, as you say, it was only when the Marvel movies started coming through and they started putting comic book references in there and you know, references to other Marvel movies and stuff like mm, that. Mm. I can't really think of anything that you know was there really. Um, yeah, no, it's but... this this sort of just anticipated it, but um, so yeah, so they work out well, they sort of you know, she gets the list that it's on 17 DVDs and then as she's leaving there's a film clip in the back uh, of just go to the police and the guys there like why do they never just go to the police brilliant by it. the way because why do Idiot. they never just go to the police and the she police does she goes to the police and she just gets this flirty black man um billy we obviously Which, spoke by the way, him earlier brad can back me up on this right i clocked he was a smoothie straight away right <laughs> and i said to he was oh it was just one more thing i went are you are you about for a drink and then literally like literally a second later he 
you for drinks on time and i was like yeah he's, he's a smooth guy he's gonna do all right in the 70s you know uh yeah to be fair with some mutt chops and well. the mustache yeah exactly he's yeah. gonna be absolutely fine um I, I love billy as a character i think young billy and old billy is absolutely brilliant we obviously spoke about the actual you know working out of him being sent back in time i want to talk about him being now in the present and he's got a wife and he's got kids where are they? I don't know, maybe they died. No, he says his kids are knocking <laughs> about and his wife, who happened to be called Sally as well. Why is he dying in a hospital bed on his own with this girl that he spoke to for 10 minutes? That's what I don't get. What happens to, where is his family gone? Like the family, like his parents were around, would have been around when he got moved back to 1969, whatever it is. Does he not the, go and, can he not see his family? I don't get it. I think the doctor must have told him not to. That's mental though. Where So, like, so his, Family just think he's lost. He's disappeared. Yeah, like they all do. Yeah, that's mental. And that's that's the point, though. It's supposed to be just as horrific as death, if not worse. Um, yeah. I also want to know. He obviously starts talking about. Um, he starts talking about when um, he he knows he's going to die when the rain stops. How how does he know he's going to die when the rain stops? Yeah, I question yeah, that as well. Right. Because the doctor, the doctor, he says that the doctor saw because she says, "Oh, why didn't you come and see me before?" And the doctor, and he says that the doctor said that it would have caused the tear. And I think he said like two thirds of the universe or something would have torn open or something. Yeah. So then, why did the doctor tell him that you'll die when the rain stops? But how would the doctor know that? Like, I just anyway, I, I, worth pointing out here. Worth pointing out here. I really like this episode. I'm picking holes in it for the sake of picking holes in it. I just want to make that very clear. This is a fucking good episode. <laughs> just trying to be as nitpicky as possible because otherwise it's just going to be 40 You're minutes of us going, it, it was like... really good. It was a really good episode. I really liked it. So we're just trying to come at it with a bit of a different edge on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then it sort of just, that's when it sort of loses its... Um, it's a murder mystery sort of thing for me because he then explains the 17 DVDs are yours. I became, what does he say? He became like a CD printer or something. No, he, he became no, a DVD like a movie yeah. editor. Yeah. Yeah. Or something, it? And he oh, was the one that right. put the Easter eggs in. Got yeah. Into those 17 films. Cool. I just uh, love that. And then she goes back to the guy and uh, they work it out and they start doing the transcript. Like you said, <sighs> I love that bit when she's talking to the TV screen, but he yeah. does not start writing until about halfway through that conversation. Yeah. And yeah. the bit that's always griped me is how does the doctor know, or how does the guy know to tell the doctor how much gap to leave between sentences? It's a stupid thing. And I know the answer is it's a TV show, but it always bugs me every time I watch uh, it. How does he know to know. reply perfectly? I, 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 yeah, I mean, look, it is, you know, they, they would have they, really are picking yeah. out there. No, they, I know taken, they have. <laughs> now, they, they've taken some artistic liberties there and the fact that it's perfect, you know, perfect timing. But to be honest, if you're the doctor, you, you say, a, you know, you say what you want to say out loud, then you read the sentence in your head like somebody was saying that sentence and then you reply. Okay. Yeah, it's not yeah, going to be, yeah. it's not going to be perfect. Like there would be some kind of overlap, but I guess, you know, they've, they've just, fine-tuned that so it makes good yeah rather than you've got two characters talking over each other but uh, that's how i would have done it i would have read the you know kind of gone oh yeah yada 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 it's in your head like someone's reading it and then you go on your next you know kind of your next point if that makes sense yeah yeah no i get that okay fair enough so they do the transcript thing it's very good the angel then appears they're stuck in oh. the house they're trying to get okay. out go can, on. can we can i just say that there is a brilliant bit of false horror there as well go on because the doctor says, like when he goes on to his don't blink, don't, you know, that kind of thing. There's a brilliant sense of false horror where he goes, the transcript's ended. I don't know what else to, you know, what else is saying. Don't blink. Don't, and you're like, you don't see the other guy. You only see Sally. And you're like, yeah, shit, he's yeah. been sent back as well. And then, and then the camera just pans to him and it's just like, oh, he's still alive. That's that's fine. But, you know, <laughs> it was just a brilliant set. I was expecting her to turn around and there was a statue there. Yeah. Let, uh, yeah. Let's just take a minute to fanboy then. This episode is just direct, directed and put together brilliantly. At the very beginning, we haven't even mentioned it, but 
there's the shots where the camera pans around and as the angels go in and out of shot behind Sally, they're moving positions ever so slightly. Like it is genuine. Genuinely, this is probably one of the best episodes of Doctor Who that there has ever been. It is just perfectly put together, except for the ending, in my opinion. So then just, you know, in standard Doctor Who fashion, it just becomes they're moving away. They're running away from the scary thing. Firstly, Mm -hmm. The Doctor's instructions, as you mentioned, is don't blink. The episode is called Blink. The whole marketing is on don't blink. The angels are not that fast. There is multiple times in this episode where the angels blink, uh, sorry, the people blink, and the angels do not zap them back in time. Yeah, because you you would have thought, right, I mean, blinking is an involuntary response of the body, isn't it? You, you, I mean, you can stop blinking, but at some point, you, you your body naturally blinks. That, that's it. But the, the thing that really irks me is the, the bit where she goes, Sally goes down into the basement and she goes, she goes down in the basement to try and find the TARDIS, which again, by the way, that's the second episode in a row. Some fuckers picked up the TARDIS. I, oh I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get yeah, to that yeah. bit in a minute. <laughs> we'll um, mention that in a sec. But she goes down into the basement and then he turns around and then he turns back and it's right in his face. Surely you'd go, right, I'm just going to take a few steps back before I then talk to Sally again. Just to yeah. give yourself a bit of space, you know what I mean? He does start to do that, though. Give him credit. Yeah, eventually, but not before it's got right in his chops. And, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that, I felt like that that probably would have been a better thing to do. But, um, no, you're right, because they then he then turns around and runs down the stairs. And so doesn't get the other three. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, and there's your one as well. Like, it, it took that a long time to yeah. get yeah, from... Yeah. There to there, but I, I, I don't and know. I know. I, again, I get it. it. It's it's tension because it's a TV show. I do get it. But there are there when they're trying to get the key into the TARDIS, they're both looking at putting the key in the TARDIS, and the angels don't do anything. And it's just oh. a bit like, come on, you should just have one of them looking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, it's you know, just you then have that bit where just suddenly they just turn off the light, and just that is beautiful. It is pretty the creepy, light, yeah. The yeah. light is flickering, and just in between the things, you just got all the different, like, you know, shapes, and I I just, I love it. I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's just, oh, it's it's, it's creepy, it's horrible, it's, it's, oh, it's perfect. I loved it. I was just sitting there at the TV, like, looking at the TV going, oh, my God, this is perfect. <laughs> um, Go on, let's yeah. talk about the TARDIS being moved then. So, presume, they say the TARDIS was picked up in West of Drumlands, Firstly, what were the Doctor and Martha doing in this creepy house? Well, that's it. Because I'm, I'm assuming that, again, this is this is probably where you go back to the Stephen Moffat kind of, it just you just skip over the plot holes. Because there doesn't seem to be a direction. You just get sent back in time. There's no like specific length or anything like that. So um, Kathy got sent back to 1920. The Doctor and Martha got sent back to 1969. Conveniently, so did Billy. I, I mean, how the Doctor and Martha ended up in the same year is pretty... Yeah, I think that's pretty lucky. Um, I think... Maybe it depends on I, which angel taps you. Yeah, I think certain angels send you back to certain time zones, but I think oh, that's okay. explained in another episode in the future, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. oh well, that, that kind of makes sense then, because then it would have been the same one that tapped Billy as well. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, no, I just... Because then we're, we're working on the thing that this... You know, the TARDIS, which I'm assuming is has got to be pretty heavy. So it's like, let's be real, it was actually technically moved by humans first because he said, like, he goes down into the basement, doesn't he? And he says, oh, these are all the vehicles that yeah, yeah, were just yeah, abandoned yeah. there. And the TARDIS is in the corner. And it's like, well, hold on a minute. That means a police tow truck had to go and pick up the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, but well, it can use cranes to do it. But the, the, that, so I've been thinking about this since last week because of this human nature thing and they're moving the TARDIS. There are episodes where the doctor says that the weight of the TARDIS is the same as a neutron star because it compacts all of its weight into one bit and it's so heavy. But then, you know, I'm thinking of unit picking it up with a helicopter, unit picking it up in the back of a truck. It clearly is. I think it's one of those things that we have to drop like his glasses. I think sometimes you can move it and sometimes you can't move it. I think that's the long and short of it to be fair. I'm fine with the ability to move it. It's the fact that you don't know how and why. It just it just appears in different places, like in human nature and that. <laughs> I don't know. The, the thing that made me laugh, though, is, all right, you know, you could see the police tow truck 
taking the TARDIS over. That that would be a reasonable thing. You go, oh yeah, okay, yes, yeah. you yeah, know, fair enough. But then, are we discounting the fact that four statues carry the fucking TARDIS <laughs> all the way back through London, like, and nobody looks at them because at some point someone's got to fucking look at them, and someone it goes, actually took them about twenty years because they can only go an inch at a time. Because <laughs> you know what annoys me the most as well is that TARDIS was in an underground car park. Which looked like it had a pretty low ceiling. So if it was on the back of a truck, I don't think it would have fitted un- fitted underground. Yeah. <laughs> they put it on the side. <laughs> Forget that. How did they get it inside a house, down the stairs of the basement, and into the basement? <laughs> just said left a bit, left a bit. Pivot, oh, we've wedged pivot. It. <laughs> we've wedged oh. it. <laughs> I'm okay to see the deleted scene of the angels trying to shimmy the TARDIS down a staircase. I'll tell you what, right, that is a Red Nose Day skit right there. How four angels, how four weeping angels got the TARDIS down the the, the little staircase into the basement, you know. You know, they do that, that, uh, they do those how it should have ended little animated videos on YouTube. I'm going to write to them and tell them to do this. It's just wedged in the stairs, that's (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely nonsense. Oh, dear. But yeah. yeah, it just yeah no it didn't yeah that just the TARDIS moving bugs me like I just yeah it's like you no. got this thing that is dense and people can move it but I don't know is is what it is um but then uh, something I said to Brad that we you may be able to, to uh, kind of answer this one Josh is and I said right at the start I said why didn't someone try and push the statue over because if something was obviously moving and because they you know, touch you. Well, yeah, you'd thing, get zapped it, back, yeah. But is it is it the hands, though? Because they always try and touch with the hands, don't they? So is it just the hands that send you back, or is it the whole body? You're like, no, yeah, any it, part, any part. The, the little you in me, I would have tried to push it over from the top, because Brad said, oh, the, the, well, they'll be heavy. And I'm like, yeah, but if you pull a stack, or, all right, here we go, tie a bit of rope around the top of it, pull it. You're not touching it, the rope is. But to what end? Because you're then just going to look away, and it will just stand up. Yeah, exactly. Because if you break it... No, it's not stone, though. It gets quantum locked, and we see that as stone. Oh, I thought they were just they just turned into stone. Oh, okay. No, I think it's some, like, Gallifreyan equivalent of stone or something. Yeah, I don't think you can shatter an angel. There are episodes where you you shoot them, literally, with guns and stuff. You blow them up, and, and nothing happens to them. So, yeah, I think all you'd do is probably just piss it off. <laughs> well, to be honest, we, we, then, we then get to... Um... If <laughs> we then get to the end, and of course I'm I'm there right at the start of the because I said that right at the start of the episode. I was like, why don't you just push it over and smash it? And then of course we get the bit where they, you know, they get into the TARDIS and then they put the disc in. Um and then we're like, oh, that's it, the TARDIS, they're gonna be sent back to 1969 and then the doctor's gonna come back. I mean that that beautiful thing with the TARDIS, A is being shaken by the by the weeping <laughs> angels. Because anybody B, can move it. <laughs> Yeah, anyone can move it, you know. And um, and then B, <laughs> the, the, it then starts to like kind of disappear and leave the the it, two of them there. Yeah, it dematerializes around them. Why? Well, because then they they the doctor worked out that they because he says that that that's why they got their hands over their their eyes because they can't see each other because if they see each other they can't move. I uh, no no I get that, but why not take Sally and Larry with you? Yeah, I don't get that. That's it's a dick move on the doctor's part, surely. Oh, at the end of well, the day, something no... went wrong though, and it went to the wrong place, and then they don't know how to fly it. Yeah, exactly. There's no point in adding unnecessary risk. The doctor knows that he, you know, it will evaporate, uh, not evaporate, dematerialize, evaporate, evaporate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, yeah the, the doctor knows it will dematerialize, and they'll all look at each other. So there's no point, right? As Brad said, what if they went back to the wrong thing, or they pressed the wrong lever, or something? You're removing that risk of it going sideways. I don't know. It seems odd because also we never see it happen like this before or since so it must be like a different set in the show the only reason is is because you can't have the doctor and sally meet then they have to meet when they run into each other on the street uh later but it, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense like he's leaving them in danger with the angels no but he's not though because they they look at each other and he knows that they'll look at each other but if and he t- knows that they'll meet he knows that they'll meet because of the whole transcript thing Oh, you're right. He's already had. Yeah, fair enough. That's the explanation. Thank you. There you go. That makes more sense Um, now. But we get hologram doctor, which we haven't had for a while. I just want to touch on that. Was the last? Is this David Tennant's first hologram? Uh... Well, technically Rose, but well, no, that wasn't a hologram though, was it? It was more. uh... No, that was a projection, like the first security protocol hologram. 
Obviously, we get it when yeah, Chris yeah. Eccleston yeah. sends Rose off. Yeah. Something we see every doctor do. I saw a little thing on Facebook the other day of. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can't think of Matt Smith's one. And I can't really think of Jody ever had one in the TARDIS. But um, yeah. So day is saved. And then Sally and Nightingale set up their. No, Night. What is it? Sparrow and Nightingale. Sparrow and Nightingale. Fair That's it. Sorry. Just quickly, though, just before we go on to the conclusion. Because yes. you know what I was saying about I thought I'd destroy one of the statues and that would be it. I, I then realised that I would have been fucked because there would have been three statues and all three of them wouldn't have been able to look at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd have fucked the grand plan. <laughs> I'd have fucked myself over by being an absolute ute and trying to destroy one of them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was an interesting one. But uh, yeah, then we get the conclusion. Yeah, uh, did you think it tied things up nicely? Yeah, I like it. I really like it because. You get that kind of... The only thing I don't understand, though, is Sally is very off with... I can't remember the guy's name. What's, what's Larry? Larry? La- is it Larry? The guy, the Scooby-Doo, look, uh, the shaggy-looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Larry. Like very off with him. She's like, yeah, we just work together. There's nothing There's nothing there or anything like that. And it's obvious that he wants something to be there. And then the doctor comes, and then the doctor goes, and then she's just like, right, now we're something. It's like, yeah, that I was s- a big switch, to be fair. I suppose it's, you know, probably some metaphorical nonsense for the she's so consumed with that one thing that she has no space to love anybody else i don't know i don't know i love it it's happy ending i would love to know what she's doing now brad did you ever play the game the app on the 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 the, the, the game app thing that they released like a couple of years back uh what was it you're like an investigative reporter and it's like a text thing you have to go and investigate western drumlands and they couldn't get the actress for uh, Sally Sparrow back because she's too big now, but they did manage to get Larry back, bless him. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's an app. You download it. Well, I'm sure we played it. I'm sure That's we spoke about it. I told you it. about, but we just never did. Well, I, re- I sat and did the entire game just to try and get the story oh, out of it. Yeah, it was all right. It was oh. a mobile game. It was about as good as it could be. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I ever did it, but I do remember it actually. Yeah, yeah. it was a. So that that pretty much wraps up the episode. Anybody else have anything to add specifically about this before we move on? No, not really. I, I just think it was a, a bloody good episode. Um, yeah, best episode. So yeah, it was. It was as, as he says, timey wimey. It was creepy. It was yeah. It was it was everything really. Everything you you'd want Doctor Who to be. Yeah. Did I hear you say best episode so far, Brad? Yeah, closely linked to the last two episodes. To be fair. They were also wow. two of my favourite episodes. I'd say. Yeah, see, I, I've got to say, I don't know. I, I'm I'm in a toss up between. I can't name better episodes so far. That one and Satan Pit because I really like Satan Pit. Nah, I like that, but not as good. See, I think doing this rewatch, Satan Pit is still top for me. I would just like to really? make something very, very clear to all of our listeners. Who's your favourite Doctor, Brad? Helen. And uh, your favourite episode of your favourite Doctor is the one where he's in it for all of about three seconds. <laughs> interesting that no that's, no so no just, that's just something so to think about far. that's just something to think about i reckon no i also said that the last episodes <laughs> were probably the best episodes we've watched so far this is the best storyline we've had so far the best no, story. no 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 that is not what you said so just to clarify that's what I meant. That's your what favorite I meant. episode of your favorite doctor is the one where he's barely in it interesting <laughs> noted <laughs> noted um <laughs> So I think we've pretty much answered it. But before we do the next time trailer, love it or hate it. JP? Love it. Easy. Yeah. Brad? Yeah, love it. Nice and easy. Yeah, nice and easy. I know we've been picking holes in it. We've just been trying to find some alternative angles to come out. But it is, it is, fuck it, it's a spectacular episode. I don't know if it's as Doctor Who as it should be. I think it's more of like a, a time travel, whodunit mystery sort of thing. But fucking amazing. And I love, we've got to mention it, the ending where any statue could be a weeping angel. Like, I remember yeah, that yeah. scaring the shit out of me as a kid. Like, genuinely, you know, we talk about it all the time. Doctor Who's famous for it. They make everyday things scary. And now they're doing statues and it just fucking works. It shouldn't work, but it just works. It's excellent. Yeah, oh, it's perfect. You know, the, the the thing is as well is I can imagine as a kid, you'd have been bricking it. Yeah, for sure. Like fucking gargoyles and stuff. Like, But we are now in the end game of season two. Oh, yeah, the finale. Season three, sorry. Season what are we going to do? What's the plan? Well, there's three episodes left. Utopia, 
and other ones, the sound of the drums and something else. <laughs> so, what, is it a three-parter yeah. then? It's technically yeah. a three-parter, but I think the next episode stands alone. I think I would quite it like does. to do I, I would quite like to do next week's episode as a single episode, <sighs> I think. Well, then you're gonna make Jack wait a week. Yeah. I think so. Right. Are you on board with that, JP? Uh, JP yeah, and Brad? Okay, let's, let's go with it. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm he deserves it. it. He deserves to wait. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I genuinely think the last two episodes are is literally like one episode split in two. This connects to them, but I think it is sort of a standalone episode as well. Um, what did you think of the next time, JP? Oh, I'm trying to think what it was. Well, I didn't watch um, it, so I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> did we watch it? Yeah, we did. Remember Jack? You saw Jack again. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Captain Jack's making it, which I, I really like. I'm, I'm glad Jack's that. back. Yeah, saw, like, the, the, uh, the people with the teeth. With the teeth. Ooh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guys that look like uh, kind of shit Klingons or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys. <laughs> I just remembered the... Uh, oh, I just remembered something we find out on the finale as well. Yeah, mate, I am so yeah. fucking gassed for this. I cannot... Like I can I think this is my favorite finale of Doctor Who, like ever. No, I'm not so ever. So fucking not excited. I, no. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing off my fucking tits. I don't know when we're <laughs> going to be recording next. I don't know when we're going to be doing it next. But who knows? Some people just don't turn up when we record. Yeah. <laughs> We've all missed an episode now. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. Right. Yeah, we have. Yes, you. Yeah, have. you have, Jack. Episode of honest. Mm. <laughs> I can't remember, but there's definitely been one. Ah, Maybe one of the no. new ones. No, you you think because I'm not in the new ones because I can't watch them, can I? No. Well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> that is yeah. a you problem. <laughs> yeah. But this is this is I, I've I've not missed any of the any of the old ones. Mm, I don't. Is that I true? You I'm sure you've missed one. Nope. Yeah, I think you have. Maybe not. Anyway, guys, we've I have returned. We're back on top form. Can't wait for this to be our most listened to episode because the last two have been shit. And the only common denominator <laughs> is the lack of Josh. Uh, we've been quiet. Well, certainly I've been quiet on the Instagram at the minute. I'm going to pick that back up. But we are still getting engagement and followers and the YouTube's still popping. And we've got a new thumbnail and we love you guys. And we're back. We're ready for the finale. So, guys, thank you for everything. JP, Bradley, I don't know if you want to sign off. Yeah, no, thank Farewell. you always, guys. Thank you. Yeah, and we will uh, we will catch you next week. And they can try and imitate me, but it will never be good as the classic. Adios, <laughs> Adios amigos. amigos. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys.